Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Coach for Tutors podcast, where we grow your tutoring business with each episode. My name is Michael Gibbon, the founder of the Coach for Tutors podcast and the founder of Coach for Tutors. At Coach for Tutors, we work with private tutors and tutor company owners to help you launch and scale your tutoring practices. Today, I am joined by a very special guest and virtual friend, Ryan Eggenberger, who is going to be talking to us today about a very important topic for so many entrepreneurs, and that is the power of perseverance and how to harness your perseverance superpower. Welcome, Ryan. Hey, thanks, Michael. Appreciate it. Well, it's great having you here today, Ryan. So a little bit about Ryan. For listeners, a number of you have probably seen Ryan as you know, as one of the uh, figures of Schoolify, and he's really involved there, and he does a lot of great things to help with putting that platform to the top and make it great for tutors who are trying to access that all-in-one platform. But uh, a little more about Ryan. Uh, right on the verge of actually becoming a Catholic priest, uh, Ryan's life took a dramatic and unexpected turn. And in the shock and loss and extraordinary pain of that experience, Ryan was forced to come face to face with some of life's most challenging questions. In his process of rediscovery and renewal, Ryan was set free and to begin a journey of learning how to live life and business on his own terms and not on someone else's. Ryan is the founder of Rocket Visibility and the new AI income course, where he gives people who are stuck in the nine to five step-by-step instructions on how to make their first $100 online. He lives in sunny Florida and loves coffee, keto, and everything about airplanes and travel. Welcome, Ryan. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, and, and definitely, uh, this is like, again, the topic of perseverance and tenacity, grit, like those are really important pieces for many entrepreneurs. So it'd be great to hear from, from you, though, Ryan, uh, a little more about your experience as an entrepreneur. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, I do want to share a little bit about perseverance. You know, I uh, looked at some of the questions you and I discussed beforehand, mm-hmm. and I'm excited. But before I do that, yeah, just a little story. Um, I grew up in Michigan, and I remember um, just being a young kid. You know, my my parents were both, uh, you know, in the corporate world. And I, you know, that really worked for us as a family. But I remember finally uh, wanting to make some money in my early years, and I think my very first job was a paper route. And I remember, um, you know, getting these papers like two or three times a week and you'd have to do all this work and then like go deliver them. And thanks to my mom and dad for a lot of their guidance and help. But, um, you know, even from an early age, I was kind of on the entrepreneurial train. Um, I play piano. I uh, started teaching piano when I was in uh, younger high school. But then at the same time, I did start taking some like, quote unquote, nine to five, you know, hourly positions as well. So um, but from a very young age, like the whole entrepreneurial, I don't know where I got it since my parents don't have that bug, but um, it definitely was always appealing to me. That's amazing. And actually, we both, I think, share that uh, that newspaper as our origin story, being newspaper delivery people. I, I, likewise, was, I did that for a couple of years as well yeah, <laughs> to start sure, out. Sure. And, and, then, um, and then I was the manager of a political campaign for a while as well, Michael. And that, mm-hmm. uh, that was in, back in 2009, 2010. And that was kind of my, my, uh, another step forward in the entrepreneurial journey for me. Uh, because it wasn't hourly, it was strange hours, it was really like all the time hours, which I find as a business owner, is kind of like more like all the time, <laughs> you, you want to escape the nine to five, and then you work like nine to nine, or five to nine, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's it's kind of backwards there. But uh, that definitely got me interested again. And like, and I learned a ton of skills doing 
during that campaign. And really, like you mentioned, so you've done a lot, a variety of different hats in, in your entrepreneur career. And so for you, what did you find was your greatest uh, challenge, triumph, something that you really had to dig deep for and you were, you were able to rise above that odd? So as you read in the introduction, um, I actually, I went off to study to be a Catholic priest and uh, it was actually last, last summer, so not this summer, but the year before that, that I started running into some personal troubles and stuff we don't need to necessarily go into here. But I did end up at an alcohol rehab facility. And it wasn't until I ended up there um, that I truly learned, I think, some of life's deepest lessons that are like lessons that I still hadn't learned or that I needed to learn. I mean, it was, as you can imagine, Michael's like, it was an absolute true life crisis, um, a life crisis, which I'm glad happened, but I wouldn't sign up for again, put it that way. Um, I'm really grateful for the things that have happened since. Um, but it wasn't until I did, you know, I did 90 days in this, in this facility and, uh, the, the depth, the amount of work one has to do, you know, like even just accepting that, like somehow I ended up in this place. Um, but I, I didn't learn about perseverance, I think until, there. And what I mean by that is learning about what's really possible for a person to, to do and to persevere in, but also learning the skills to make that possible on a daily basis. Um, I think that for me, perseverance, if you like, I love words, I love languages. I speak like four languages, I've studied nine. Um, I love words and perseverance from the Latin is per and then severare. And per in this in this particular situation means very and um, severus, which is the, the root here, means strict. So it's like a very, perseverance means to be very strict. But like for me, I realized when I was in rehab that like, you know, like for me, like to think, am I never gonna drink ever again? Um, that's a long time. Like I haven't done much for a very long time in my life. And to think, am I ever going to do something ever again? And to persevere to never do that again, it that's too overwhelming of a question for me. But what I can do is to say, for today, I won't. And I can persevere through today. I can be strict today. And so perseverance, I think a lot of times when we think about the word perseverance, we thinking long-term, like long-term goals, like what I need to persevere through this challenge. Uh, and I need to persevere, you know, for the next five years. And I need to persevere for a lifetime. Uh, even if, if you're married, you know, I need to persevere to make this marriage work for someone like me. That's just incredibly overwhelming, absolutely overwhelming to think long-term like that. But what I can do is to make it short-term. So for me, perseverance is a daily a daily practice, a daily exercise. Thank you so, so much, Ryan, for sharing, you know, really sharing your story and really sharing a piece of your journey with us about, you know, the, really the power of what perseverance is, but also just what you can overcome and to really come into your own. Yeah, absolutely. I love sharing my story. I find it, I find the more I share my story and my story, like all of our stories, Michael is like, it's always unfolding, you know, like my story this year is a lot different than it was last year, but it's part of that story. And um, there's definitely more to my story to come, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And like, I guess really for like what you were talking about earlier about how it's an ongoing piece. I mean, this never, you don't really ever hit point B and say, okay, I'm done. 
I've hit this thing. Perseverance is an ongoing piece and, and there's going to be various pivots along the way. Um, what would you advise, you know, particularly the, the, our tutors that, are, that watch um, about the feelings of ready to, you know, ready to give up or burning out or feeling that, that, wear, that wear and tear? What, what advice do you give to, could you give to them about that? Yeah, I think at least two, maybe one another one will come to mind as I'm, as I'm speaking. Um, first of all, I would say the challenge of, you know, like avoiding burnout, I think has a lot to do with setting unrealistic expectations and goals in the first place. So for example, um, I, as you know, from following me, anyone who follows me on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram knows that like I eat a keto diet. And a keto diet is a low carb, low sugar diet. It's it can be very difficult to start that to start that journey. And so I've been guiding my mom and my aunt in the last few weeks to get going. And I tell them like, if you think you're gonna go the rest of your life without eating ice cream, you're insane. Like that's just not <laughs> like let's yeah. let's be realistic about mm -hmm. that. And so as we start going, I say, all right let's set a small term goal of 21 days as we start, like we're gonna we're gonna avoid all sugar and carbs for the next 21 days. All right. And so we sit down and we I actually planned that out. I say, are, uh, are you going out for dinner in the next 21 days? Are uh, if someone dies in the next 21 days? Uh, what's your backup plan for food? Um, you know, stuff like that to plan for a lot of unex uh, expectations, because the point is, and my point here is to set small goals, which stretch you 21 days as a stretch, um, but to set to set them up enough where it is a stretch, but it's also realistic. Um, I think that's a huge thing for, for perseverance. Again, like for me to plan the rest of my life and I'm never going to drink alcohol ever again. I mean, I sure hope not, but I don't know. But I do know like for today, I've got my day set up to where it's not going to happen, right? It's not, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so for a business owner too, if you're doing social media, if you, uh, whatever your goals are as a business owner that require a lot of discipline, um, I would say set up small term goals and then plan for those small term wins. What are you going to do on day 21 to celebrate? You know, like even with keto, even though it's a low carb, low sugar diet, say so you're going to go three weeks without carbs and sugar, are you going to buy yourself a new piece of clothing on day 21? Or are you going to eat an ice cream on day 21? Because you just did 21 days without it, like you can have one. Um, stuff like that to plan these rewards to keep you going. Like, how am I going to reward myself tonight in a healthy way for not drinking alcohol today? You know, um, and usually for me, it's a couple scoops of ice cream, a keto ice cream, of course, a little sugar ice cream. So um, that's the first tip I would say. Do you have any comments on that before I get to the second one? No, that all makes perfect sense. Like take it, take it, take it in small increments, be good to yourself. Don't set. And I love what you said right at the start. Don't set yourself up for failure or for disappointment by having very unrealistic goals right from the start. Keep it realistic within your parameters and don't feel bad if, you know, if there is, if, if, you know, you're not hitting the zenith of where you want to be because you're going to get there, but just with more time. And be good to yourself. I love it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I'll say like one 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 B is uh things take so much time, right? There is no get rich quick system. There's no grow a business to a million clients really fast. There is no losing a ton of weight really fast. Um, there's just not. It takes time. So I like your point on that. The second thing on the second thing I would I would say about about this is give yourself permission to to change and to pivot. I was in school to be a priest for six years. 
Wow. And it's not happening. You know, I gave up a lot for six years. I was 29 to 35 years old. I mean, a lot happens for a person. Um, you know, I gave up uh, saving for my retirement. For six, those are key years for that, you know. Uh, I, all sorts of things. Um, and now that like my life's not going that direction, I have to consistently give myself permission, especially in this last year to like give myself permission to rediscover who I am and what my values are and what directions I want to go. And, um, it's also like giving myself permission to experiment short term or even long-term with a project or idea and see if that's going to fit for me. Um, servicing different clients and figuring out what kind of client I actually like working with. Um, and, you know, some of those things take three or four months to discover, you know, but I have given myself a permission every day to draw boundaries, to pivot. Um, it's okay also to confuse people sometimes if I'm going one direction and then now I'm changing direction and that causes people to question. Um, that's okay. And I give myself that so that's important permission. Absolutely, and I and I, and I love I love that you just said that because I, I think that sometimes there is there can be a fear when you're be it a tutor or another type of entrepreneur you go out there that oh my gosh you know if I have to pivot or if I have to move um, you know does that mean that I I quote unquote failed at at this journey and being an entrepreneur is not linear you know it's it's rarely rarely linear so it's it's great that you gave that you know to our audience really that gift of you know it's permission is okay and you can you give yourself permission to make those moves that are going to be ideal for in the long term for you it is about you know like casting a wide net i mean i have a lot of things going you know i service a couple different clients uh, uh i do like i actually do work for these clients i create content for them i do customer service for them I also do a lot of consulting, um, either kind of like work you do with tutors or with other business owners on, on marketing strategies, on sales strategies. I also set up, I do affiliate marketing. So for me, it's been this whole like year and a half. Um, I mean, I was flipping furniture for the first couple of months with my dad out of the rehab facility as well. So, you know, part of me was like in this discovery of like, what do I want to do? How do I want to make money um, is... Uh, permission to do a lot of experimenting to cast a wide net and to see not only what sticks and makes money but like what do I actually enjoy doing um, so that's been that's been a really key and I think I think having an entrepreneurial heart or mind or drive also doesn't preclude you from from working um, in exchange for time as well it's about more of finding something you love doing and giving your all doing that so even if like, I think you can be an entrepreneur and still have a nine to five in, in, in a unique way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll be, yeah, exactly. You can have the nine to five or you can, you basically, you're writing, you're writing your, your story on your terms. That's right. You can, you can have your life on your terms working in nine to five, if that's for you. And, um, or, you know, and we say nine to five, but like, <laughs> what, what I mean is like change, like exchanging your time for money, if that's what you want to do. Um, I have found, I don't know about you, Michael, but getting out of the nine to five, like I said, means you're just working a lot more. <laughs> I don't know if that's your, your experience, but yeah, I would say the first, the first few years out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
I mean, it's, and it, yeah, definitely it was, it was like, um, I used to always giggle at uh, some of those, po like I would see in the subway sometimes escape the, you know, the long hours of nine to five with, it's like, ah, uh, no, no, <laughs> that's, a, that is an erroneous ad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Ryan, thank you so much for sharing with us, um, you know, about really the power of perseverance and about your story. Um, is there other ways that our listeners can find you? Yeah, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. That's mostly where I hang out. Um, Instagram is Ryan K. Eggenberger. And uh, Facebook, you can just find me. I have a green background in my profile photo. And um, Michael, may I, may I talk about uh, the course real quick that I put together recently? Absolutely. Yeah. So if anyone is interested in learning about funnels, if, if they do feel stuck in a little way, or maybe even if you are working... Um, a nine to five in any way I've put together basically a course Michael of all the tools that help me like serve my clients. Um, I'm always finding like shortcuts and stuff to help me like robots. They, I call them robots, but they're automations to create content for me. And like this morning, I just, um, I just in 20 minutes, I created 20 posts. Um, I have a robot, like help me write the posts and schedule and get the graphics and all that stuff out. Um, so I know a lot of uh, business owners is they're, you know, like getting their business, they need social media and they need a ton of content. And I know content creation is just a huge time thing for people. So anyway, if people are interested, they can go to um, bestautomationtools.com for a checklist that I created. Or if they actually want a step-by-step, -step, they can go aiincomecourse.com. So both of those places. Perfect. We'll put those links up for sure for our listeners. Well, I want to thank you so much, Ryan, for being here today. And thank you, listeners, for joining us on today's Coach for Tutors podcast. And as always, make it a great day.